Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Wake Up, Get Better podcast. Uh, my name is Chris Creed. I'm super stoked you're here. Uh, today, we are talking with Alex Holgain. Uh, I'm super pumped to talk to Alex today. Alex is a breath facilitator. He's a designer and an artist, and his breathwork practices focus on transformational regenerative and performance breathwork. I don't know why I can't say that word, Alex. So we can talk about what it means to have regenerative, regenerative, yeah, that one, breathwork, okay? Because I'm I'm super interested in the healing effects of this. So we'll we'll talk about it in a minute. But Alex is also a jujitsu practitioner and uh, that's initially probably what started our conversation that in the cold exposure stuff. Um, But dude, there's a lot of, you know, reasons that I, I wanted to talk to you today. But, you know, one of the, one of the things that I've noticed in life in general is that, you know, when you, uh, like, so let me give you an example of what, I, what I'm getting at here. So one of the, one of the, the prerequisites I have before I give people like podcast recommendations is I always like to ask how, how weird are you before I tell you like what I'm going to recommend? <laughs> I want to know how weird you are first. <laughs> and I feel like that's kind of how I, um, I, decide whether or not like you know i'm gonna be able to talk to people so but immediately when we met i remember thinking like you were talking about cold exposure and you had a jujitsu sweatshirt on and i was like i feel like we should we should jam so man i'm super stoked you're here um yeah let's just get rolling I, how are you what's what's going I'm, on i hear some birds I'm, going on back there so yeah perfect. i'm fantastic i'm i'm waiting for the moment that uh because we are in middle tennessee i'm waiting for someone to start mowing here in a minute because no matter what it's murphy's law it always happens um you know got a baby sleeping got this got all the stuff and someone's like well i'm just gonna mow even though i mowed yesterday um but yeah i am fantastic uh yesterday actually i did my first ever day-long um breathwork and hypnosis retreat that i facilitated the breathwork portion of and um it was fantastic. Uh, I had a, a ton of different people. Um, we had about nine participants, and um, we got we got to do it like in the round. So everybody's head was was in the center of this room that yeah. we were in, um, and it's on. It was on sacred land uh, out in Ashland City, here in Nashville, and uh, just like. It ended up being super cool. Had a few people have some some pretty tremendous like letting go of of old shit and a uh, few people floating, few people this, few people that, uh, a yeah. few people going to the moon, a uh, few well, people I... seeing, few people seeing things, uh, lots of. Uh, lots of lots of transformation um and it it was really cool and uh the majority of the people had done you know either hypnotherapy or gone to see a psychiatrist or like a lot of talk therapy type stuff and um one of the women was actually she's the owner of the uh equine the horse therapy that's out here where she has a herd of horses and people that are dealing with something they go out and they uh they use the horses to kind of kind of see what's going on um because horses and she was explaining it to me and it i mean it was the most fascinating thing i've ever heard because you know you think of a horse as like this giant animal super muscular could could kick you could stomp you like run over you and everything and she's like in actuality they're all just giant mice (laughs) 
because they're prey animals. If they were still like all out in the wild and everything like that, they're prey animals. When you think about a zebra, like in the Serengeti, it's a type of horse. Um, yep. You know, cougars, panthers, whatever, whatever's out there, you know, chases them down. And and so, she was she was telling me that they, if you're calm, like if you've got your breath under control and all those types of things. You know, you can walk up to them, and they they sense your energy right away, and and they'll they'll either bolt or they'll stay there and kind of rub on you. And if you've ever had an injury, they'll go to that injury. And people are always they always go out there, and they're like, "Why are they like they're like sniffing around my back? Like, what's happening?" And then she later on she finds out like, you know, why do you think they were sniffing around your back? And the the person will say, "Well, you know, I broke my back." like 10 years ago or I was stabbed there or this happened Jesus. or this happened and like it's just it was just wild like t- just to see um kind of all these strangers basically afterwards you know talking about like well I saw this yeah. or I saw my grandparents or I felt this like this thing and then I started like hyperventilating and I started this and I started that and just like super cool um dude like I, I, like, I just, like my, really cool <laughs> my first ever group breathwork thing and we've talked about before about how there's something about breathing together when you like seeing sure. up to like that that's really interesting to me that something happens in the room it seems like and obviously you can have these experiences on your own too but i remember we were doing uh this this like deep it was a wim hof workshop and uh uh, so one of the instructors, a couple of different women instructors were there and uh, a guy named Jesse Comer and my friend Dave Whitley. And I was doing it. And then my whole body is vibrating, like literally vibrating. And uh, and I don't know what happened. And I can't even tell you like where I went. But sure. later I, I, I opened my eyes kind of like just kind of blinked them open. Right. And my friend Dave Whitley standing over top of me and he's this big, massive, like strong man, dude. And uh, he just looks at me. He's like. So where'd you go? <laughs> I was like, I don't know, man, but it wasn't here. It's crazy. So that's so that's so interesting. What, so what is it about the breath that can do these things that can like cause these um, these journeys and the transformation and the re- regeneration? Like, what is it about that that does it's, that? For so you know, a, f- a few years back, people have been doing breath work, like. Yeah, I always get the people that are like, oh, I know how to breathe. What are you going to do? What are you going to do next? Teach me how to drink water? Like, I know how to breathe. I've been breathing my whole life. And I'm like, <laughs> ha ha, yeah, okay. Get it all out, and then we'll see when I lay you down and get you to cry like a little baby. You know, <laughs> we'll, we'll see how well you breathe. Um, but, you know, back in the day when it started, because even since, I want to say... In the 50s, physiologically and in terms of healthcare and things like that, you know, pranayama has been around forever because yoga is super popular. And um, tumo breathing, which is what Wim Hof is based off of, um, mm-hmm. that's ancient, you know, Chinese Buddhism. And those guys... Those guys hyperventilation kind of yeah they go to the moon and you can't get them out of it and they're melting snow around them and they're sitting outside in their underwear just like staring into space and 
that that stuff it just amazes me but um the transformational breath work that i take people through is it's a very um it's like a it's a it's a very somatic type of breath work and it's it it all depends on the pattern and i'm talking through the whole entire thing and i you know I've mentioned this to, to several people because some some breath workers that I know, they like to script their journeys. Um, that way, like if they're doing a, a virtual journey, which is a thing too, uh, you get almost the exact same experience if I do one with you virtually. Um, I just can't touch you. And a lot of times the touch helps with pulling you out of something that you're really scared of. Um, something that might be making you super sad and you just need, you know, kind of something to, to hold on to so you can let go and still feel safe. But um, the the pattern, what the pattern does is it creates and my suggestive talking through it and then I have music and I don't, I initially started with like spa type music and I was just like, this is like so boring. <laughs> like let's get some let's get some beats in here let's do some some cool stuff and uh let's have some drumming let's have some and so i i like to create a playlist every time i do a new journey um and there's a lot of like arab trap music like asadi on there um it's got a lot of bass so that depending on the the room that i'm in um I used one of those little JBL speakers and uh, they, I mean, they're so loud and they bring the bass. So, so if you can get a little bit of vibration in the floor and things like that, that makes it even better. And with this, as you, as you consistently breathe in this pattern, and I like to warm people up with a resonant style breathing. So that's just five in, five out. And in actuality, resonant breathing is... I think it's like 5.2 seconds in and 5.2 seconds out. And what you're doing is you're just bringing your nervous system into resonance. You're just balancing everything. You have these waves of energy that are going through you. Every time you breathe in, you're going sympathetic. So you're like, and every time you exhale, you're going parasympathetic. And you do it throughout the day. And the, the reason it does that is so that your nervous system stays balanced. Um, we've talked about this before too you you know you start first thing in the morning you get out of bed and you you light your face up with that old you know iphone and then <laughs> your your brain automatically starts going like oh i gotta be on alert i gotta be on alert because it doesn't know that there's an iphone in front of you they it thinks that you know there's a predator there's something there's something that i gotta be on alert for um but as you as you continue so we, I put people into resonance. The music's a little bit slower. It might, you, you might be able to groove to it, whatever you want. Um, and most of the time, people are able to get a rhythm with it. Mm-hmm. And so they can, they can match the breathing up with it. And my favorite breathing pattern is a three-part breath. All through the mouth. So all you breath workers that love nasal breathing, I do too. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying it's right. That's just how this one's done. But you're going into your belly and your diaphragm and your intercostals and all those things into your chest. And then you're just letting the exhale fall out. And after about 
five or so minutes, I'd say five to eight minutes, doing that breathing pattern, and it doesn't have to be super fast, it can be super gentle, just as long as you're breathing deep, the frontal part of your brain shuts off. So all the monkey chatter, <laughs> all the all the fun to-do lists, or I've took me forever to get out here today, took me the, you know, all that stuff that that's constantly going past our, our brains, it generally just shuts up. And it's it's been proven scientifically that front part of your brain shuts down, which then allows your subconscious to basically unzip, unhinge, open up, and then depending on what you're holding on to or what you've been holding on to throughout your life, some stuff might come up. You might have a trauma when you were five and you're like, ah, I was over that or I don't remember it. It'll come up out of the blue during one of these journeys. And, and I always say, I like this type of healing because you don't have to talk about it. You don't have to make an appointment, sit down, start talking to someone. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I know tons of people who see therapists and for them to talk about it is the most healing thing on the planet. But in my mind, if you're an assault victim, you have PTSD, um, you're a recovering addict, uh, you're a recovering alcoholic, things like that. This is so great because you don't need to take any exogenous substances mm. in order to start your healing journey. And sometimes it takes one journey and sometimes it takes five. And then sometimes people get addicted to going on these journeys because you don't have to take, you know, anything in order to, to go somewhere, to hallucinate, to, you know, just feel really good in your body because you're just stirring all of this energy up in your body, your blood, you're hyper oxygenating your blood and you know, you can feel it in your hands and, and yeah. all those things. And then you get this thing called tetany where your hands start to curl up on yeah. their own. And it's, uh -huh. it's the craziest thing to see because people like they'll lift their arms because they think it'll mitigate it, but it, it doesn't <laughs> until you return <laughs> to normal breathing. So yeah. they're like, their arms are in the air during the middle of these things. And they're kind of like <laughs> the last journey I did, it felt like I had my arms like this and they were helicoptering from the shoulder sockets and they weren't. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. So it was like, yeah. You get all kinds. You get all kinds of feelings um, with this, and you're. I mean, you're releasing all kinds of stuff. Um, in terms of in the realm of performance breath work, you can work with breath holds and superventilation and hyper, you know, controlled hyperventilation and things like that. And you can release uh, natural EPO, which comes what's from the, your hips. That? So EPO, I don't know the the full word yeah <laughs> just know yeah. the abbreviation but okay it's basically Perfect. it's basically you can naturally blood dope yourself okay so you, so if you were you know a cyclist uh an athlete just any sort of athlete you're when you're doing these things when you're doing controlled breath work for conditioning purposes and things like that um and it usually comes out of your hips and so you can you can blood dope yourself without you know giving all 
all your yellow jerseys from the Tour de France back. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it's just it's just one of those things like we we've we've talked about this before, too, like all of the technology that's inside of us that, you know, when you breathe in a certain pattern, like for the transformational journeys, when you do that three part breath for an extended period of time and you're being talked to and everything and I keep hitting my mic. Um, that's okay. <laughs> and, and you release these things cause they've always been here in our bodies. You know, the, the monks, the Buddhist monks have been doing breath work for the last like 5,000 years. Um, yeah. Pranayama with yoga, uh, Numa, it's called breathwork is called Numa in in Greek. Um, so the Romans, Greeks and ancient Greeks and Romans were probably doing some sort of thing. They might not have called it breathwork. Um, and it's just, it's always been here. We've always had it. <laughs> and, uh, you yeah. know, even if you're doing it for like five, six minutes a day or, you know, you're really into cold plunging. So you focus on your breath when you cold plunge and mostly everybody does. Um, but yeah, in terms of the transformational, it's just, I don't know how to explain it. it it's, it's, uh, it's fun for me and it's rewarding for me to see people, um, release those things. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've, I've had several people, you know, who I had no idea what they were going through, put them through a journey. They text me later that night or the next day and they're like, hey, you know, I haven't talked to my mom in 20 years because we got into yeah. a big fight. And I called her last night and we're great now. And like, so, you know, thank you. And to me, I, you know, I'm just the guide. I just tell you like, you know, speed it up, slow it down. It looks like you might need this. You might need this. Um, but to just to see people, you know, open up or to see people just change just a tiny bit from when they walked in and feel their energy change, you know, in an hour. Um, that's the other thing, too, is like an hour goes by like that when you're doing the breathing. Um, everybody I've asked in general, it's like 20 minutes or less. They feel like they've been... <laughs> yeah. laying there you know and they're like, what we're being for an hour like no way there's no way that's happened and i'm like yeah look at the clock um <laughs> you know and it's uh it it's really cool because for a while i was really into not really into but i like the wearables i used to have the nike um wristband yeah, track steps and did all all this stuff, and I I mean I wore that thing out. I wore it till it just fell off and broke. Um, but I think a lot of that stuff is cool in terms of you know if you're if you're a professional athlete, a college athlete, and you need to you need to see those numbers because your coaching the coaching staff needs to see them, or maybe you've been concussed or things like that fantastic like take those numbers and use them but i think it it pulls away a little bit from the intuitiveness mm. of seeing what you need yeah sitting there for 10 minutes and just breathing lightly and just being like oh wow you know my shoulders hurt or my neck hurts i wonder you know i wonder if i'm doing this 
all day long like yeah you know or maybe right. every time i every time i hear a certain word you know i kind of do that and it's why do i do that and then you can you can go there and unpack that and then a lot of times people find out well when i was 15 i was at football practice and my coach said something said that word in a sentence and right after he said it i got hit by someone catching a pass and i had no idea they were there and so every time i flinch when i hear that word like things like that mm. that that i think we've we've kind of pulled away from because we're like oh we've got these cool gadgets to tell me how good i slept and how this yeah. and how that and fantastic but like why don't you just wake up in the morning and feel like did i sleep good or did i not sleep good i woke up like yeah. 37 times last night why <laughs> yeah you know what what is it is it because we watch tv until 10 o'clock and then we try to go to sleep at ten fifteen, or is it because you know and and i think that my biggest thing about the breathwork side of things isn't actually the breathwork i think breathwork is phenomenal for all sorts of things there's breathwork for digestion there's breathwork for balancing regeneration transforming trauma release um addiction re release like all kinds of stuff you, you could do it till the cows come home but the thing that it that it does best is it just makes you aware mm. it makes you aware it brings back that awareness of which i think a lot of people have lost like you know if you've you start say you start going to the gym and you're like i just spent the last two weeks i went to the gym every single day mm -hmm. and i got on the step mill and i did 45 minutes on the step mill just drenched and but i'm still the same weight mm. i started eating better i'm sleeping a little bit better all that stuff mm -hmm. and that uh, i don't understand and you're like well is that all you're doing is like going and getting on the step now? And it's like, yeah. And then I pull my phone out and I watch an episode of this, that, and the other. And, you know, I'm watching like documentaries and stuff like that. And I was like, well, that's the, there you go. You found out what you're doing, you know, because every time you do something like, or you eat your lunch and you're looking at a screen because you, mm -hmm. you have to be at your desk, you know, you're mm -hmm. automatically telling your system like, don't worry about this exercise that you're doing. Worry about being on alert because you're watching this thing. Yeah. And again, I have nothing against technology. It's great. It's fantastic. It's done a lot. It's been super helpful to a lot of people in a lot of ways. It's helped me out. It's saved me from, I use technology to make playlists and connect mm -hmm. to my Bluetooth speaker. That's only like this big, but it sounds like it's this big, you know, but it's it's that it's that thing of just becoming aware again. Mm. Like every every time you eat at your desk, and you might think, ah, oh, you know, I've only got thirty minutes. I'll just watch this thing that I'm supposed to learn about. Blah blah blah. You're just telling your system like this food that's coming into you right now. Don't digest it. Don't recruit all yeah. the proper things to digest it. Focus on the thing. Yeah that you're watching or reading even reading takes you out of the the moment of community at the table talking to your family talking to your friends and eating and your body's supposed to digest and it's the same with like 
the example yeah. of going to the gym. You know, if you're watching something, your body's not recruiting the proper tissues, the joints, the it, it, it's not all the stuff's not going to those things because you're on high alert. Yeah. So it's pumping stuff to your brain. It's keeping your organs, you know, with plenty of blood and oxygen, and it's just. I don't know. I, I think I think at some point soon, because everything's kind of going back to ice and sauna and breath work, and you know, how can I optimize myself without doing any of the other extraneous things? You know, wearing the aura mm-hmm. rings and the and and all that all that stuff, and just being aware, being present with yourself. And then you start to notice like, oh, I was present with myself all morning. I got my morning, you know, stuff done. Um, Because I've been, I've been so guilty of this too. You know, I breathe every morning. I do some sort of breath work every morning, whether it's Wim Hof, whether it's my own thing that I want to play around with, whether it's I, I want to, I want to try and hold my breath for three minutes this morning or whatever it is. And then more often than not, I do a plunge in our pool because it's an above ground pool. So it's freezing cold now, which is fantastic. I don't have to crawl into the the tub um, (laughs) and go buy, you know, 400 pounds of ice and wait for it to melt (laughs) in in 10 seconds. Uh, But I, you know, I'm guilty of it, too. I, I it turns into a checklist and I have to check myself like. The next day, I'm like, oh, yesterday I did all those things, and I don't really feel great. I didn't feel great after doing them. Why did I do them? Like, <laughs> I needed something totally different. I needed to not do the ice bath, or I needed to sit in the sauna, or maybe go have a coffee chat with my wife, or whatever it is, um, or take the kid to school and chill there for a minute, and you know. Uh, it's it's just one of those things that I, I don't love breath work because I'm a facilitator of breath work now. I love it because it, it does. It, it makes you, it brings you back <laughs> to yourself. Yeah. It brings you back to that awareness that we all used to have of like, you know, back in the day when you could be walking through the forest and, you know, you know, I smell a wolf. I smell this. Like I, I now I have to be on high alert. But now right. it's like, it's like, ding or bing or this or that, and and yeah. like we're constantly in sympathetic. Like, and it, it's just it's just like hovering constantly. Yeah. And and you know, you get people that are like. Well, I, I sleep great. I sleep like the dead, but I'm still, you know, well, yeah, because your cortisol levels all day long are going, right. they're boiling over and then kind of dropping and then boiling yeah. over and kind of dropping. And just then eating you real- junk all day too. Yeah, yeah. And you're realizing you're sitting at your desk like <sighs> staring at your, you know, and it's, it's bad because you're, you're expelling all of your electrolytes. Um, you're you're just like you're just burning all that stuff off and yeah 
drink water all day. I'm super hydrated. And then you go to pee and your pee's orange because you're super dehydrated. And it's like, well, yeah, you've been, you've been breathing with your mouth open all day long. Like, like shut your mouth when you need to <laughs> talk yeah. when you, you know, and I, I, uh, I often, I feel bad because my wife usually takes client calls. She has a day where she takes client calls and she's talking for eight hours that day like mm-hmm. pretty much non-stop and at the end of the day you can tell she's just like you know oh my god i'm so tired and i didn't even do anything today like i i was talking on the phone all day to clients and i was like well yeah because you're you're yeah. just you're getting rid of all the stuff that you put into your body yesterday to help your body and hydrate and eat and and do all those things and like it's it's insane what what we do <laughs> in today's society in order, you know, to make a living and do all those things. And yes, those things are necessary. They're necessary evils. But at the same time, you know, there's a there's a little bit of breath work that you can do at night before you go to bed. Um, you could do that five in, five out for 10 minutes before you go to bed. And it's just going to, you know, bring that system down. Um, kind of mitigate all the stuff that you've burnt off throughout the day. Um, and then, you, you know, you get into the realm of playing around with doing the sport you're in or whatever athletic avenue that, that you do. Maybe you're a cyclist, maybe you're a runner, maybe you're this, maybe you're that. Maybe you do jujitsu. And um, trying to make as it you through should. a round. Yeah, <laughs> as everyone should. Um, you know, trying to make it through a sparring round with keeping your mouth shut the entire time. Mm-hmm. I do and try to what, do that. And yeah, and see what you notice. See Mostly because like, I don't want to swallow sweat. Yeah. But people, yeah. <laughs> people, are, people are above you just dripping. Just pouring on you. <laughs> in and around your face. Um, yeah, I got some friends that are like, you are the worst jujitsu salesman ever. Like, all you talk about is like all this, like, you, like, oh, I got choked today, or I, this dude was sweating all over me, you know? And like, it's like, this, I don't want that, you know? It's like, yeah. oh, but you do. You don't know but it, you, but you do want But it. you do. <laughs> the minute you do it, you'll be like, oh, my God. Yeah. Why, yeah. why haven't I been doing this the whole time? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I, and I think, um, so I, I, I know that I told you this story, but, um, so I, I have a friend who is, um, she's a, a movement specialist and she works with, you know, people who are, um, older and, and her whole thing is based around, uh, this concept of original strength, which was developed by, um, shoot what's that guy's name tim anderson this guy it's a guy named tim anderson great like you can just go on youtube and search original strength you'll see all the stuff but basically what the curriculum is based on is um early movement patterns of, of infants and how they and how they use that to develop a nervous system so like rolling rocking head neck nods um stuff like that and that's pretty much it it's just like some rolling like you roll intentionally and like you kind of rock maybe some crawling and uh it's all based on those patterns and the idea is and this has been proven now like you can like he he wrote a book about i think it's called original strength but it's about training your nervous system so that you can 
kind of go out of like you you can tell when you're in that space it's almost like breath work in that way we're like and it's and it's also something that is uh moving like it's moving your body in a way that's like oh this is it's it's retraining that nervous system part and one of the things she said to me i was doing a session with her um not too long ago she uh, a friend of mine had had her come out and, and did a private session and uh I was telling her about um, this injury that I had with my knee. I was hiking and fell and almost shredded my knee. It was it was bad. I, I couldn't walk. It was swollen. I, I don't know. I don't think anything tore, but um, it definitely popped, <laughs> and uh, it, it still it still bothers me, you know. And um, she was like, "Well, what's probably happening is that your knee is trying to keep itself safe because that injury is still, you know, that 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 triggered that." The, the the there's something you know fight or flight nervous system right there your your body literally is trying to keep that knee safe and and when you like compensate for it so i'll make up maybe i'll maybe i'm walking a little like with a little bit of a like a walk differently now you know like a little bit like subtly and then that reinforces that like oh and, and i'm telling my brain now there's something wrong with my knee and so you need to worry about that. And so my brain's like, okay, that's cool. We can worry about it. And now here we are, you know, eight months later and it's still bothering me. Whereas I could have done some work to either do some breath work to breathe into that or to like uh, do some more movement patterns that are going to heal it um, to reinforce the opposite of that, right? So to like, like, hey, you, thank you for keeping me safe. I appreciate that. But there's so many other patterns that we're unaware of. Like that's what freaked me out when I thought about this more deeply. And even as you were talking about it, I was like, there's so many little things that I do on a daily basis that reinforce uh, my body, like reinforce my body and mind to be in that constant fight or flight, right? Um, it freaks me out to think about it. <laughs> like when, just when you're talking about like being on your phone, it's like, well, dude, yeah. Like, I mean, that's just me reminding or like watching uh, something while I'm eating lunch or whatever. Like, and, and, uh, so we, we worked with, a uh, a, a gut health person, um, uh, to help get rid of some mold exposure stuff. It's a long story, but, um, she, uh, one of the things she taught us was to do some intentional alternate nostril breathing before we started eating to induce, uh, a, like a, a saliva response because if you if you like while you're looking at your food you should have a saliva production so that it you you know trigger your body that it's time to eat no way and in no way have i ever heard that before in my life and no way have ever thought about it and as far as i know like go like as i've gotten older it's i feel like it's gotten way worse right because we're always watching something or working always. like it's never am i thinking about i'm about to eat and my body needs to think about digesting this so that was yeah it just blew my <laughs> mind and it freaks me out yeah, to think about all the ways that i'm reinforcing that so it's 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 nuts that you know our um there's a book called the body keeps the score and, it, and it's it's an old book, but it still stands up today. And it, it um, I read it probably six months ago now, and um, it's written by a psychologist who, like, when psychology and therapy and all those things were coming about, uh, he started his practice and was talking to 
to soldiers coming back from Vietnam. And uh, they used to be called shell-shocked, not PTSD. And uh, just the, the stuff that he realized during his time as a psychiatrist, psychologist, researcher, all those things, is like, yeah, our bodies literally... And, and I always talk about this. Our bodies, like, literally, especially our subconscious, literally takes all the little itty bitty things like your child you know talks back to you or says something to you or you snap at your spouse or your spouse snaps at you or you know you're going to the grocery and someone cuts you off and takes your spot or whatever it is we we think that ah uh, that's okay it's fine you know or you know as, as I've gone through being in jiu-jitsu, now that I'm older, I'm not cocky about it because I know what I can and can't do. Um, but used to, you know, in college, I played I played rugby in college and then I played semi-professional rugby and, <laughs> you know, someone would cut me off or say something to me or flip me off or something and I'd be like, oh, that could floor that person. Um that's how confident I am in my own skill set. And it's like, that's not, that's not what it's about, you know. Even though you could floor that person, they flipped you off and your subconscious just went, thanks, I'm going to use that later on when I think I need to keep you safe. And it's just your body trying to keep you safe. That's That's all it is. Even though, you know, bringing up when mom and dad got divorced or something happened to your first dog or something like that doesn't really keep you safe. It scares the shit out of you. Uh, it makes you feel unworthy. Uh, it, it, it's just, it, it's insane to me that, that more people <laughs> aren't aware of this. And again, it comes back to that awareness. It comes back to being present while you're eating, um, being present while you're watching a movie uh, being present while, you know, you're drinking a glass of wine. Um, cause we, we all get into those, you know, those numbing phases and you, you don't just have to numb with alcohol and drugs. You can numb with anything. You can numb with binge watching TV shows. You can numb with, you know, overeating you can i mean there's all there's a million different ways uh one of the ways that i like to numb is well i can't take care of that right now even though i know i need to because i've got too many chores to do around the house i gotta do all the laundry uh i gotta i gotta say no you don't just take care of the fucking thing <laughs> like just get it done you know and quit quit putting it off and just pay attention to those things and um, reading a, a, a subconscious book right now and just it's just like and I can't remember the name of it but it's from it's from a few years back and uh, it's insane what we can tell ourselves and how we can change things just by telling our subconscious because apparently our subconscious knows everything our subconscious has been around many times. It's not just in our lifetime, not just, you know, from the beginning of time, our subconscious has been around. So it knows how to do everything. 
it knows. And so if you can access that, if you can master your subconscious, you can get rid of all the little traumas, all the little, you know, the little things or the, you know, this is why every time I get in an argument with so-and-so, I go from zero to 60 in three seconds because this happened and my subconscious went, thank you, appreciate it. Um, and then that comes up in the transformational breath work as well. Uh, the we generally as human beings we carry around 14 generations of stories <laughs> in our cells and it's you know you might have an anger problem and that's not you that's not your character and you know that's not your character but it might have been your great 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 grandfather's character and you, so we end up holding on to all that stuff, but it's just as easy to let go of it. And you just tell yourself, and you know, this is, this gets into the, the woo woo side of things, which I've, I really love because there's some stuff that I've read and I'm like, what you can do that. I can sit down with myself and, and call my energy back to me or give, you know, cut the cord of the energy that someone's trying to put on me, you know, that's making me feel like absolute crap. Like, yeah, I think that stuff's pretty cool. And I think it is if, cool. I think if we were, if we were aware enough, if we were present enough, like we were without all of the distractions and all the, you know, <laughs> the, yeah. the, the I gotta I gotta film my the other morning I went to do an ice bath and it was freeze the pool had to have been forty degrees and I was like yes I like it when it's like That's super good. cold because yeah, it's like a, it's like a it's like a hug it, it's to <laughs> me it's weird because it's like it's easier when it's really cold and um, I know the science behind being in super cold under fifty five. Under 50 is, you know, I get it, <laughs> but it helps my mind. And it's like having five cups of espresso without having to yeah. drink all that espresso. And I got in, sat down, controlled my breath. And it was just a beautiful morning, clear blue sky, birds chirping, no wind, no nothing. The sun was up, all that stuff. And my first thought was, oh, I gotta go get my phone and redo my entry into the pool so I can put it on my Instagram. And then I was like, you idiot. No, you don't. Just be here. <laughs> Just be here in the damn moment. Yeah. And if someone asks you later today, hey, did you cold plunge today? Yeah, I did. And it was beautiful. And I was there. I was present with it. Yes. And I sat in it for four minutes, even though it's freezing balls outside. And it, it was <laughs> it was amazing. And then I got yeah. out and started a fire back in our fire pit. And, you know, the, the rest of the day was amazing because I was present right at the beginning of the day. And I'm not saying, like, you, you, got, you have to. How dare you look at your phone? How dare you do that? No. You're going to look at your phone. You're going to look at your computer. Yeah. We're on a computer right now. Yeah. You know, I've got blue light blocking software on it. It's fine. It's great. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been, it's been amazing. There's a software called Iris and it's $40 and you get it for nice. life. And it, my eyes feel 
fantastic. And then oh, cool. if, I, if I ever have to open it up at yeah. night, I put on the blue blocking glasses as well. I get the double whammy and I can go to sleep and, and do all that stuff. Like there's there's ways to to mitigate all this stuff because a lot of times all of this stuff is necessary. You yeah. have to be on a computer. You have to have a phone to call people. Now you can get a flip phone, which I've always wanted. Yeah, um, I kind of want one too, but I also don't. So, cause yeah. I, I, cause I, I, like, it's like it's the same thing It's it, as you're talking about. It's like I... I kind of like that my phone works really well. I kind of like yeah. that I can pretty much do whatever I want on it. Like sure. it's, you know, as much as I as much as I don't want to be tied to it, I kinda also kind of like that that the technology is so good. Uh, sure. But I feel like, and like one of the one of my you know we were talking about the woo woo stuff <laughs> earlier when you got on. You said you just got a new puppy, which is awesome. Um, <laughs> and you were talk, we were talking about um, kind of giving them good food. And how yep. I never thought about that when I was growing up, for sure. But what, uh, like maybe like ten years ago, our cat uh, who was like fourteen, maybe not ten years ago, maybe it was like seven. He uh, got sick, stopped eating, hadn't eaten for like a week. We were like, "Oh my god!" Like maybe this is the end, you know? Sure. And uh, we kept getting these recommendations for different vets, <laughs> and I, I hadn't really. I mean, I'd done a little bit of stuff. Uh, like I had done some cold exposure, but it was I was I was still kind of not it, I was my mind I wasn't as aware of, of everything in this woo woo kind of space as I am now. Sure. But one of the we, we went to uh, we call it the voodoo vet now. Nice. Um, but uh, his he he's it's a holistic vet, right? And I was like, I have no idea what we're going in here, but we, but like this is you know we got to just see what's going on. Track. Yeah. And he goes in there, and uh, you know we hold the uh, like they. Uh, he holds the cat, or no, no, no. He hands the cat to his nurse assistant, and then she holds her arm out, right? And they start doing this biofeedback thing where he asks mm -hmm. the cat a question, and then if the if the arm moves, the yep. cat said yes. And uh, and so he's doing the thing, and I'm like, okay, I'm watching it all happen, and he's writing down the ingredients that he's allergic to, and sure. he's writing down the ingredients that he's not allergic to, and then he finishes and finishes asking my cat questions. And then he looks at me and says, all right, do you have any questions? And I was like, yeah, I have several. Um, but <laughs> I guess like this is just what we do. And dude, we bought the we bought the food and we came home and the cat ate the food. And he's yep. freaking 14 years old and is like thriving, you know. Mm -hmm. So that was like kind of the first foray into something that uh, deep. And, and, and in my mind in that moment, I think something switched of like, well, there's something that worked there. So whether or not I can explain it, it doesn't, doesn't sure. necessarily matter. And I, I've, I've, I've had energy work like since then, like I've gone to uh, energy healing sessions. I've gone yeah. to, I've done like all kinds of crazy stuff. And even in the, even like first and starting those kind of journeys, I was like, well, I don't know if I don't know what this is, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what kind of, you know, magic's going to go on inside of me, but also, sure. dude, I don't know why my knee is t deciding to keep me safe. I don't understand that. That doesn't make any sense, but it doesn't sure. have to, because I, I can, I can look at it and say, Hmm, that kind of makes sense. So maybe I should do something about that. And I feel like anybody listening to this, who is, who is, um, you know, I don't know, hesitant, skeptical. I screw that stuff, man. Like why in the world would you walk through the, 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 the world in your life 
like with this like skeptical um cynical mind sure like just try some stuff right like i think why, i think why it's be miserable there's so many people who are just miserable right right you know? right and i i think it's uh i think it's cool to be skeptical um but you said you hit the the nail on the head with the word cynical about it and and the people that are like well that's dumb and that's that that person's not a doctor i'm not a doctor and i had nine breakthroughs yesterday with people i didn't even know so i mean it it doesn't matter i think i think the that whole construct of this person's a medical doctor this person's certified this person's not this person like back in the day people used to go to the medicine man or the medicine woman and it was just some old person that had tried all the stuff and was really good at you know a few of the modalities and was really intuitive with it listened to people and that was it and they were amazed they're a magician they're a med no they're not they're just intuitive and they're paying attention to what you're talking about to what you're you're coming in there and you have this you know you have psoriasis you have this you have that well it's because you every day at 4 p.m you know you're nervous system gets jacked up because you have to go and do this thing for work or you have to do that like yeah it's all we're all able to and i love trying out different modalities i love like you know have you ever done vibroacoustic healing no but i've done different like sound meditations and healings yeah so yeah. vibroacoustic they put headphones on you, noise-canceling headphones, cover your eyes, and you're on a table that vibrates with the beat okay. of, of the sounds, and it's all binaural, it's all, you know, tuned to a certain frequency and hertz and everything to get your, your brain going. One of the most amazing things that I've ever done. Yeah. I, I, went, I went to, I don't even know where. And then slowly came back, and I, afterwards I was like, "Wow, like That's no one incredible. touched, no one touched me, no yeah. one made me breathe a certain way, no, none of that." But it was like, yeah. I tried it, and then I tried some other thing because we went to the spa a few years ago uh, for my wife's fortieth, and in uh, upstate New York, called Shosugi Bond House, and I highly okay. recommend if anybody's ever over. Um, over that way it's uh, it's fantastic but they have cold plunge yeah that's outside next to a medium hot tub and a super hot hot tub and their okay. cold plunge is like 20 degrees <laughs> recirculating water yeah it was it was amazing but then i went and did some other type of energy healing that i had done before and the one i had done before was amazing but this one wasn't and i was like oh you know chalk it up to my mind wasn't ready for it chalk it up to you know i wanted to get back in the cold plunge or go sit in the hot tub chalk, you know and there's there's always those things and and like yeah you can walk around and be cynical about it and like my my sister's into 
crystals and that's dumb and it's like no not really <laughs> it really isn't because yeah. there's all kinds of you know i wear this that has titanium beads that uh block emf and ever since yeah. i've gotten it i feel great every time i fly with it i feel fantastic like yeah dude. you know there there's all these little tricks that people have tried and they work and sometimes they don't work that doesn't mean yeah. that it's dumb. Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's just, yeah, just like right. I was Is saying it? at the at the beginning with the, you know, I know how to breathe. What are you going to do? <laughs> Teach me how to drink water? No. Yeah. Well, it's like people <laughs> in jujitsu. Like when you hear when, when people first, I know a lot of people who say things like this of like, uh, well, I'll just stand up. Like, okay, bro. All right. And, or, or like, well, I've got a gun. It's like, what are we even talking about? Why? Why would you even say that? <laughs> you know, yeah, we're we're um, at training right now. You're not bringing yeah. a gun into here. Do I suggest that you double egg the guy that mouthed off to you on Broadway? No, don't double egg that guy. Swing for the fences or run away. Yeah, yeah. or no just one's run. Gonna th- yeah, exactly. No one's gonna yeah. think any less of you for running away because yeah. turns who out who cares you, if they do. I ran away from a bouncer one time in Chicago, and it turns out that all the bouncers at this bar had guns that they weren't supposed to have. But I was like, thank God I ran away so I didn't get shot. Like, I'd rather, you know, I'd rather have someone give me shit about running away than get shot or get picked up and spiked on my head because I'm a brown belt in jujitsu. Yeah, cool story. I've got a bottle know what people that, that know. I've broken. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's just one of those things. And I I I think that over time through my jujitsu journey, I've learned to like let go of the, you know, you know I'm a pretty good at jujitsu. I know things. I'm a big strong guy. Like, you know, I should be able to handle myself if someone pulls a knife out. And I've asked I've asked uh, military friends that are way better at jujitsu and hand-to-hand combat and all that stuff than I am. I've even asked mm-hmm. Sean about about knives. And he's like, someone pulls a knife out on you, go away. Yeah. He's like, run, yeah. run away as fast as you can. Because there's yeah. no amount of knife fighting training that can yeah. prepare you for the way someone moves with a knife, whether they're, they know what they're doing or not. Right, like, and they you, might know what they're doing. And they might know <laughs> what they're doing, which makes yeah. it even worse. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it's just one of those things that that you can choose to, you know, you can choose to believe in the woo-woo, or you can not, and that's on you. I'm I'm fine with that. I don't. Yeah. I personally don't like Western medicine. Um, now surgery emergency surgery things like that sure those are necessary mm-hmm. and i i'm fully on board with that you know mm-hmm. someone getting burnt in a house fire and losing 70 percent of their skin and having to have skin grafts and you right. know s- s- for example stuff like that yes that is amazing that is fantastic but you know there are different modalities that can help with pain management addiction there's breath i mean there's breath work for pretty much everything except for you know i don't i don't even know (laughs) there there (laughs) might be breath work for everything um 
which would be awesome. Uh, but it's again, it's like tuning in and being aware of yeah, kind of like the why. Like I love because my daughter questions everything. You know, she's like, "Why? Why would I breathe? You want to come breathe with me? Um, you want to?" I can put you through a regenerative journey because we watched a scary movie and you didn't sleep last night and this will make you feel like you're rested. And sometimes she's like, yes, let's do it. And sometimes she's like, why? Why would I do that right now? When I can go play or when I can go do this or when I can go be out in the sun or, you know, I'm like, fair point. You got me. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that that helps move that stuff through too. Yeah. I'm not trying to force you to... Just because dad likes doing breath work doesn't mean you have to. Um, It kills me, though, because she won't do jujitsu. She's a natural at it. (laughs) I was trying to get my son into it, too. She's like, I just don't want to. And I'm like, but you're so good at it. (laughs) So I started her when she was four. She did it for about a year. And then she had one bad experience. It traumatized her. Yep. It traumatized her, so she thinks that every time she goes to jiu-jitsu, that's what's going to happen to her. I'm like, nope. Yeah. Especially Dude, not at the new gym. Listen, so I, I want to get it. Actually, I have, I have a question that's very okay. uh, intentional that I think is going to kind of get us. I want to hear more about uh, your journey through um, getting into all of this stuff. But I want to say this when we're, while we're on that topic. I don't, I don't think I knew... I I know that I did not know what I was getting into when I joined Henzo Gracie Nashville. It it I had I had no idea. <laughs> so I I know that you I know you were wearing that sweatshirt when we first met, but it didn't stick in my mind. I wasn't sure if that was the the place or not, right? And then I was looking for a gym in January of this year, 2023, and uh I have uh, a buddy who's into martial arts and he had uh, mentioned somebody who had mentioned that he knew some of the good gems or whatever. So I asked him and he, and Henzo was one of the ones that came up I said, yeah, Sean, like Sean Williams owns it. He's like, you know, one of the best instructors in the world. I'm like, I, again, I have no idea what any of this means. I'm like, okay, well I'll go in there and I'll check it out. And, and obviously it is what it is. Like it I was immediately like, this is the best thing I've ever done. Like I, I am blown away and I'm just, and I not realizing that I'm being spoiled by like literally one of the best, uh, schools in the country. Like I, I'm, I'm there like, and, and then we go on vacation and I'm like, well, you know, I'm, I'm all excited because I'm, I'm a jujitsu player now. Right. I want to, I want to, you know, I'm in the community. So we go 100%. to this, uh, I go to this place in, in, in Florida on the beach, which was fun. You know, and it was a cool gym. But I went in there, dude, totally different culture. I just got my ass handed to me. Like there was, you know, people that, because, and also like, you know, I'm a big dude. So there was, there was this, you know, and when you go into a new place, I think there's also this, um, like they want to prove themselves kind of almost like, so all the other sure. white belts, like are just smashing me. And I, I'm brand sure. new at this point. I have no idea what the hell I'm Yeah. Doing. But yeah. it was it was awful, an awful experience, and I didn't go the rest of the week. I was planning on going several days, but I was so like freaked out about getting injured, you know. And it was right. such a different experience from from Hinza. Mm-hmm. So like I, I I did not know what I was getting into with with that school, man. It's so it's so I'm so grateful. Yeah, it uh, it's just different. 
And, you know, some people thrive in the other schools and the other styles and the other teaching styles and the other, you know, you got to show up and you got to, you got to be the alpha and you have to show your belt rank and you have to like all that stuff. And that's great, but I'm 42 years old. I don't have anything to prove. I've yeah. got a, I've got a brown belt from Sean Williams and I got it within seven years of training because I busted my ass the first four years. Um, it was just super consistent. Um, and you know, it's a fabric belt. Like you'll get to the point where you're like, Oh yeah, it is just a fabric belt. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I told you before, like it definitely feels like it matters <laughs> when I'm, when yeah. I'm rolling with people who have and different I'm, color belts. <laughs> and I mean, it, th- that's the thing. Like, and, and we've, we've talked about this too. Like, you know, we have, we have blue belts in the gym that can handle pretty much anybody. And then we have blue belts in the gym that can't. They're yeah. they're blue belts. Uh, they yeah. make stupid mistakes and they get too excited or they get too aggressive or they get too. Um, but I, I mean, I I was told a long time ago. Uh, I got super aggressive at my old gym with one of my training partners that we always train together and we kind of were trying to one up each other and we were going to end up hurting each other. And, you know, one of my other friends was like, dude, you guys are, you're on the same team. Like you don't want to destroy your training partner. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Like the last tournament I competed in, you know, I didn't go half as hard as I went against him today. Like, so, you know, there's, there's all those little nuanced things where it's like, you kind of have to remember where you're at. And especially at Henzo's, like you get the benefit of the doubt for so long. And then it's like, if you're going to act like, excuse my French, an asshole or a dickhead and, and keep showing up and acting like a dickhead, you're going to get treated like a dickhead. And yeah. uh, I've seen, you know, I've seen Sean put black belts in their place because they're acting like dickheads. And I, I was yeah. like, oh, my God, that was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I'm not going to act like a dickhead ever. Um, <laughs> you know, and it's it's a it's a community. And it's like it's it's like the same thing if you live in a neighborhood where, you know, all your neighbors and you guys hang out all the time and like. You're not going to go up and punch Derek from down the street just because, you know, oh, we're, we live in the same community and our kids know each other. That's, that's why I did that. No. Like, yeah. if you're going to go into training to the comp team training at 7 in the morning, you know, and start ripping heel hooks on people that don't know heel hooks, then you're going to get sat out. Because, like, no. Why are you trying to hurt everybody? Or why are you like, why not have a conversation with the person before you spar and just be like, hey, you know, I am a purple belt, but I've really focused on this or I'm coming back from this or, hey, would you mind if we worked on this or would you start on my back or can we do this? And because when you when you do this all the time and like, oh, I got a show and coach is here this morning, so I got a show. 
I got to show off and show him what I learned on YouTube the other day. And like, and then, you know, he sees right through it, which is the other great thing about our gym is, you know, <laughs> where he, he'll be in the middle of a training session. He'll be like, where'd you learn that? Oh, well, I was watching these YouTube videos. And I... Stop. Like, just stop. If you have a question about that move, just ask me because mm -hmm. he's, you know, he's like an encyclopedia. Um, and one of the biggest things that I love about our gym, not just because I go to it, um, I've been into training in so long though, uh, <laughs> just with new schedules and stuff, <laughs> is the um, just the fact that we don't have any of those those upper belts that they have at other gyms, where it's like you, you can't bump into me. Don't bump into me. I'm a I'm a brown belt. Don't bump into me. Yeah. Or, or I'm a black belt. You got to bow to me. You got to do this. You got. No. We're all human yeah. beings. We're all adults. Don't be a dickhead and don't spaz out. And you're good. <laughs> yeah. And you're good. <laughs> and you're good. Yeah, man. Because we, yeah. we, have, we have plenty of people that, you know, they won't react. They won't give you the time of day to react back at you if you're yelling and screaming or you come on come at me do this you know if you if you're having a bad day if you're leaving the fucking parking lot and just come in yeah. and train and have fun play yeah play yeah. with your teammates you know yeah. try something yeah that's out. how it should that's how stop it should in be, the man. middle of it and be like hey am i breathing in and out through my mouth am i yeah. like what what happened on that last move why couldn't i finish it or you know, why didn't you finish it on me? I thought I, I, yeah. I thought I was toast. Like, what happened? And it'd be, oh, I lost my grip, or yeah. you turned and you're finally defending it right now, um, or we worked on that, or I slipped, or you know, or yeah, like let's start over. Let's start in that position. Show me what you did, and then, like, again, we're all adults. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've even I've even had to have conversations with people like a couple of different times um, to, to to say like, dude, that kind of pissed me off when you did that. You sure. Know? And I think it kind of people kind of get like taken back when you just like are that open with them sometimes. Yeah. But I was just like, hey, man, that kind of pissed me off because I, I, I am not going to just sit, walk around and like be quiet and like ignore you and like, let's just keep on this thing. No. Like if you did something to me. Yeah. That was was like a little too intense. Like you 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 didn't need to rip that arm bar that hard. You know? Right. Kind of pissed me off that you almost ripped my shoulder off. So right. I'm going to tell you that. You know what I mean? It, well, yeah. Mostly, so it doesn't happen again. You know. Sure. Um, sure. But and I, that's yeah. That's one of those things that's like, you know, you can you can question everything, or you can question everything and be a be cynical about it. Yeah. And that that I mean you as a human being, you as a person and how much I I know you and how long I've known you like that's the best thing you can do. Um we when the gym first started out, uh I started kind of 2 weeks after, a week after like the soft opening and um yeah. we had people from other gyms coming in you know, I'm a black belt from blah, blah, blah. And they would just get stopped because it's like, dude, what are you doing? You know, 
you don't have to prove to me that you're a black belt. You have your black belt. Like, why would you rip something on me when I just told you, you know, I have a sore so shoulder because of blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, we've been doing two-a-days for the last three weeks. Like, wh why would you do that? Now I can't right. train for the next six weeks because you just tore my MCL or you just yeah. bruised my rib so bad that, you know. And there's a, there's a time and place, you know, when you're playing around and, like... <clears throat> Like when I go to training every once in a while with certain people that I know can handle it and they won't get butt hurt by it or, <laughs> you know, they know what I'm doing, yeah. you know, I'll put a chin in to a shoulder blade or something just to see if I can yeah. get them to let go or, or whatever, just playing around. And like, if I hurt somebody, I stop immediately and I'm like, Hey, I'm sorry. Are you okay? I didn't mean to do that. I slipped yeah. while I was going into my entry for this. Like, you know, accidents happen and, and, and that's the thing. But I love that you that you stop and you, you say, Hey, you know Yeah What's going cool. on? What's going on? You didn't have yeah. to like crank on my throat. Now I can't talk for the next four days. Like Yeah. There's a difference, <laughs> man. There's some things where it's like, you know, I've I've had people do things like you were talking about like that or like a really hard um you know, cross face, uh, like real hard, you know? And at the beginning I was like, what is happening? Cause it feels like I should, it feels like there's something you should almost tap to. But then I, um, I did tap one time in this guy, I can't remember his name. He, he was basically like, that wasn't a tap. And I was like, what? I mean, it kind of, I, I think I should be the one to decide that. Right. I'm <laughs> but, the one who tapped. But, yeah. Yeah. But, but like, you know, learning now it's like, those are little things that, I can deal with. It's actually been good to to learn how to deal with like oh this isn't this is inconvenient but it's not actually hurting me. So sure. I'm going to deal with it so that I can move on to the next step of this because you know, I mean, if 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 you do end up in an altercation of some sort, sure. you know, you're not it's not going to be a polite situation right where you get to be right. like please please remove that from my ribs. Um, you right. know. So actually yeah. grab me with that hand. Can we start this over? Can you grab me with that hand? No, not that hand. That hand. Yeah, now yeah. I know what to do. Yeah, no. And yeah. I, I, um, when I first started, there were so many situations like that. Um, and I had a bunch of old school teammates that were black belts and, you know, higher belts. And they were like, you know, it was done to me this way. And so now I'm doing it to you. And I'm like, that's fine. But... When I catch up <laughs> and I know what I'm doing, you know, just be aware that I'm going to bring it back around just yeah. to see if I know how to use it now. So like yeah. there, there's always those things too. And you can't be, you can't hold grudges and you can't, you know, there's, there's some very old school moves that people have that are like, Oh, yeah. It's like that works. That's like super nefarious yeah. and like oh like I that's love, awful. Have you ever, like have you, like uh, where did you learn have you that? rolled with Adriano a bunch? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I just yeah, I yeah, try yeah. to so I try Adriano to grab his legs. Yeah. And he's yeah. Like, he's, he's yeah, getting better at leg problem. he's get, he's getting better at leg locks now. So I'm like Yeah. I'm like, damn it, you're catching up. <laughs> Cause you didn't know, 
any yeah. of that stuff and then I had to take a bunch of time off and now you know it so you can get out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's 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 terrible, but he he's definitely showed me some stuff where he was like he he'll be like, "Now, this isn't very nice." <laughs> yeah. But you can do it. <laughs> yeah. So and I mean, yeah, I mean I, a, a lot of that stuff helps out in um self-defense situations. Yeah. Right. Um and a lot of times too, like even if you know a little bit of something, if you step up to the situation, whether it's a bar fight, whether it's whatever, because um, during my rugby days, we used to get in fights with all kinds of people. And I thought, oh, I can handle so-and-so, but I didn't realize his friend's over there and he just field goal kicked me in the face while I was Ooh. trying to handle him. like. Like, you never know what's going to happen. Right. Um, and my old gym had a teammate that was a very good grappler, like really good. And I think they were a purple belt. They were big dude, very agile, mobile, all the stuff. Mm-hmm. He was a bouncer on Broadway, and he got starched one night because some guy started mouthing off, and he went to go kick him out, and he's like you want to settle down because I know jujitsu. And the guy was like, great. <sighs> Turns out he was like a Muay Thai expert. And so, I mean, he, he, he dropped him and he came in the next day to training and he was like, I got to start, you know, learning how to use my hands. You yeah. know, I love jujitsu, but yeah, you literally never know. Or someone could pick up a piece of wood or a chair or a stool yeah. or there's a crowbar for whatever reason because someone changed a tire in a parking like you you like literally you never know <laughs> or you know so and so there's two of them here but there's five of them back there that you had no idea about and yeah you're you're getting just beaten up by a gang of people or you're you know and so trying to yep. having the knowledge to to know that that stuff might happen and just be like, hey, like, I'm sorry I bumped into you or whatever the argument's about. And yeah. being able to to realize, like, yeah, I could probably handle this guy, but do I need to, really? Do yeah. I want to risk being stabbed with a broken bottle or, like, a knife or, you yeah. know? someone's got a chain in their pocket like i've seen all kinds of like just crazy stuff and it's like yeah no i'm gonna diffuse the situation hey why don't i buy you a couple drinks or why don't i you know pay for your tab or like i don't want to get in a fight with you because i also don't want to no i also don't want to kill you (laughs) yeah i would do that's a problem it's like that's the other thing is like people think that they're just gonna like fight and just knock knock people out and like dude like you knock somebody out cold and they fall over and hit their face on the 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 curb and then they're dead, then what? Yeah. Then you're yeah. going to jail. You know and what I mean? Then like you're it's like, like it doesn't yeah. matter if it was self defense. They're like yeah, you starch the guy, and he yeah. broke his face on the thing and now he's dead and he's got a family yeah. and blah 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 and it's like it's crazy man. So I mean I don't want any I don't want any of that. And I, yeah. I, dude, honestly, like, I've, I've been to Broadway several times with people where people come up to me and start, like, mouthing stuff. I think it's because I'm big. I'm a big dude. So I don't know what it is about. I think it's some sort of, like, primal thing that, uh, oh, sure. and I, and I, that, that comes out when, when dudes are, 
just overly intoxicated, right? There's always somebody who just wants to like look for something. Yeah. And like, I, I don't like that. Cause I'm like, I, I would rather just like, you know what, man, we're not going to do this. Cause I don't, I'm, I don't know what, you know, I'm not, we're not getting into this. So yeah. yeah and you also well, don't know. Cause when you, when you teach a, when you teach someone that's your size jujitsu and you get proficient in it, it's like a, I've heard that put this way and I don't remember who said this to me, but it's like having a venomous snake that has wings. <laughs> so like it can f- fly in and out and just yeah. like put put you down with with bites and just well, fly away. I'm hoping that I that I get my wings soon, man. Because right now I just feel like I'm getting crushed in the dirt. <laughs> but no, it's 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 been fun. So I wanna I wanna talk about that, like because you know we talked about jujitsu a little bit. How w- did jujitsu come first? Like at like. Like sports and, and jujitsu, did that come first before the breathwork stuff? Like, how did that transition happen? Because I also know that you do some performance stuff with, you know, practitioners and other people as well. So I'm just curious how that path went. Yeah. So I, uh, jujitsu came second, but uh, there's, there's kind of a, a caveat to that. Um, I played semi professional rugby in Chicago for, eight nine years and um two of my teammates went on to one of them went on to start a company called xbt and that's where i am performance breathwork certified and wait that hang, hang on so xbt ahead. isn't that laird hamilton's also involved with that right xbt yeah yeah okay laird and gabby and so uh, wait was that was Laird Hamilton one of your teammates? I'm confused. Who like no what, no okay different different teammate. So if okay. you go on if you go on to XPT, you'll see Mark Roberts. Okay, and he was he was one of my teammates. Mark played professionally in Ireland for the Ulster U19s. Um, he's just a he's a freak. He uh, he's just a huge jacked Irish guy, um, <laughs> and. Uh, always into performance, always into fitness. And he, uh, so he joined the team and then they, they came up with XBT and in the beginning days of XBT, um, Brian McKenzie from shift adapt, which is breath work training, um, all those things. Uh, who else? Patrick McCune, who is oxygen advantage. Um, Wim Hof, uh, I think Jesse Coomer has done mm-hmm. a little bit here and there with them. Uh, like Brian McKenzie and Jesse Coomer are kind of friends. And Jesse just came out with a new book that I want to get, uh, The Language of Breath. Um, yeah. That looks re- really awesome. But um, they're all advisors. And then one of my other teammates, uh, who is a an ex-Special like Forces Army Ranger looks like a Chippendales model, Golden Gloves boxer, five PhDs. Uh, he's just awesome human being, not just because of that, but he, just like an all-around good guy. Um, he's on the advisory team with XBT, okay. uh, specifically for breathwork and uh, TBIs and um, military servicemen and women returning back home with TBIs. Uh, 
not only from, you know, like blunt force trauma, but from psychologically. Um, they're from shell shock, which they don't call it anymore. PTSD, things like that. And uh, he's done just so many things in the realm of science proving that, you know, when we can control our breath and when our breath is no longer dysfunctional, um, just leaps and bounds with traumatic brain injuries and PTSD and just all around, you know, your training, your active duty military, your everything. It's, it's, uh, it's really unbelievable. Uh, he worked, he helped found, um, co-found uh, a lab at University of uh, South Carolina, I believe, that specifically deals with just the science behind all of it. Um, how your respiratory system and and how uh, the last time I talked to him, he's like, "Isn't it funny how many people don't know how to breathe?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it, it actually is. It's it's crazy because you know you've got people that are professional athletes, people that are Olympians, people that are and." They just do what they've been shown over time. And it's, you know, you see everybody. Everybody's, and it's like, you know, just think. Like, for me, it, it gets me, like, giddy because I'm like, oh, my God. If I could just get my hands on that that one person mm-hmm. and, and run them through some performance training and a little bit of little somatic release to get them to kind of let go and and just flow with everything, like, how much they'd go from being here to like stratosphere level um and and so i i found out about xbt through the two of them and then i I realized uh when we moved to nashville i uh i coached rugby for a little bit Mm -hmm. and i i i had no idea about you know breath work or or any of those things uh, was kind of in the health and wellness field, you know, being an athlete and making sure mobility was right and lifting and, and our diets were right and all that stuff. And then um, I think it was about four years ago, four or five years ago, um, realized that XPT had breath work and I reached out to my friend Mark and he was like, yeah, get the certification it's online like you don't have to you don't have to be out here to to get it um super interesting it's all science-based and um there's a psychologist on the team now that she she's like an active um therapist and so they've they've started to work with all of that as well and uh i went down the the wim hof rabbit hole i was like this guy's this guy's nuts and awesome. <laughs> and, you know, started learning about TUMO and the the forced hyperventilation and things like that. And I would do it every morning and and then um, decided in 2019 to get, to go through the certification. I started to get more and more interested and had read the Oxygen Advantage and used to use that, uh, the elevation mask, which is now called the training mask because it does not simulate higher elevation. However, if anybody has um, that's listening that has problems with their, their breathing mechanics, 
buy one of those and wear it. Interesting. A couple times. It's just a, what's it called? It's just a elevation. It's just the training, it's the oxygen advantage training mask. And you okay. look like Bane. Like you look pretty cool. And you can go talk <laughs> yeah, to people awesome. and be like, why would you shoot a man? Um, but uh, <laughs> Your punishment must be more severe. <laughs> you can, uh, it, it just, it, the way I've, I've heard it put is it, it just like organizes your organs so that you're breathing properly. Um, it doesn't simulate higher Crazy. elevation. You can do breath holds to simulate higher elevation training. Um, but uh, really good tool to have, you know, and play around with. I used to wear it every time I worked out just to see how far I could push myself. Or I'd go running with a weight vest and wear that as well mm. just to see if yeah. I could, you know, not get as much oxygen and have 40-pound weight vest on and see if I couldn't, you know, continue to keep a pace and everything like that. Um, so got interested in that, got certified, and then was working regular kind of design job. And uh, just kept going down the rabbit hole of breath work. And I was like, oh, Wim Hof does more. And a lot of people don't know this, but Wim Hof does way more than just the fully in letting go um he does he does all the low and slow in through the nose uh all the stuff because you know he initially got into it for mental health and uh there are many 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 ways to breathe uh that help with mental health and um he uh so I was like, oh, you know, there's some of this slower stuff and there's some of this, there's deep diaphragmatic. And then I found out about holotropic and I was going to, I was actually going to go down that journey. And that's a two year program of like crazy study. And you have to lead people on retreats as part of your hours and, wow. and all this stuff. And I think holotropic's cool, but you have to do it for like two to three hours for Dang. it to to like really hit and Jeez. with euphoric what, breathing. What happens? Like what what happens oh, with it's, that? It's nuts. Like is it like DMT release or like what happens? Yeah, a little bit, but you get the same DMT release with euphoric breathing with that okay. three part breath. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> two to three hours, forty five minutes. Um so went down the rabbit hole and then I found um, there's a company called Yogi Lab out of uh, Bali. Uh, they, they all used to be in the States and then they were like, well, why don't we just go live in Bali? And uh, very, very in tune with mindfulness, yoga, yoga um, circadian rhythm work, things like that. And... Uh, their breathwork person, their like director of breathwork, uh, Brian Kelly, is uh, he started Breathmasters, and so I got certified in that, and it all backed by science, more transformational, regenerative, um, kind of trauma release, kind of you know getting people 
connected again to their bodies, making that mind-body connection. And so got certified in that. And um, I'd say two years before I went down the the breathwork rabbit hole was when I, I started jujitsu. I had uh, I had friends in Chicago that I have a friend in Chicago, a pretty good friend now um, that runs his own gym. He's a Hickson black belt, um, super cool guy, super cool gym. Um, not about strength, anything. He's covered in tattoos. And if you, if you ever saw him, you'd be like, oh yeah, that guy looks really cool. And uh, <laughs> uh, just a true, true martial artist. Um, just, you know, kind of got me into the, the love of jujitsu. And then um, I've got a friend here that runs a fitness gym over off of Trinity Lane. Um, named Kyle Hopkins and he's the one who like kind of lit the fire because uh, he used to take jujitsu a long time ago and uh, he's like I love it but I, I just I can't take classes anymore because of my back and blah, blah blah all this stuff so he taught me the basics and he bought a bunch of rollout mats and we rolled a couple times and then we got to the point where we would stalemate each other so I was like well I'm going to go sign up where everybody says to sign up, which was Nashville MMA. Um, it was in this dungeness gym that's been around apparently forever. It used to be the boxing center uh, over on Main Street in East Nashville. And, uh, yeah. you know, had a, a pretty good pretty good experience, pretty good teammates, um, good teachers, taught me the basics. Um, and I continued with learning about breath work and it, it wasn't uh it wasn't so much like this is what i'm gonna this is what i'm gonna i'm gonna do uh and that didn't happen until a couple years ago i was like you know what i i really like doing this i i uh i realized i have more it's it's less of a talent and more of a gift um the mm. way that that i hold space and and take people through these journeys. Um, it's very intuitive for me. Uh, it's mm. the first thing I've ever done that I don't get nervous beforehand. Uh, I don't have any like preconceived ideas. I don't know. I just let it unfold, and it, it uh, and it feels really good <laughs> to do. If I'm if I'm yeah. being you know totally honest, there's no. Uh, there's no tension. There's no like forcing it. There's there's nothing. If I do, if I if I feel like that, and that that's what happened with the uh, with design and um, some of the other things that I know how to do. Uh, it just started to get to like, why am I doing this? It doesn't feel good. Uh, right. Not really. I'm not really helping people. Breathwork helps people. <laughs> even yeah, if I can if, yeah. even if I can give someone like even if they don't come to see me for a journey or anything like that if if I have a conversation with someone for you know five minutes ten minutes and they get something out of it that's fantastic to me um, Heck yeah. at the end of the, at the end of the day I'm not I'm I'm really not doing it for the money uh, breathing is free <laughs> 
breathwork's free. So like, and I'm a, I'm a firm believer that when it's time for me to make money, uh, off of it and, you know, make a, a good living off of it, it'll happen. And, uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to force yeah. it and, and make it yucky or, or anything like that. And, um, but yeah, uh, I, I really started as, as my belt rank started to go up, I started to get more and more and more into the breath work. And then I was like, Oh, I can control this. Or when someone's on top of me and I can only breathe out of my side, I'm going to try that. And, um, now when I roll, it's super calm. Um, and it, it just really messes with people's heads, you know, when you get into a scramble yeah. and you settle and they're, <gasps> and I'm just either smiling, <laughs> I'm either smiling yeah. or I'm, or I'm, you know, I'm like, okay, you know, we've got two minutes left. Yeah. Let's see where, let's see where this goes. Let's see how quickly yeah. I can get you to burn your grips out. <laughs> Man, it's so um, like like both both jujitsu and um, breath work, uh, or or just being intentional about breathing. Like if you just take the label breath work away and it's just like, or you're going to think about breathing for a minute, it's uh, you can immediately do do that. But what what both of those things do, I think that is interesting to me is it moves all this stuff through. Like we've we've kind of. I, I think this conversation has been really like beautifully uh, unfolded where, you know, we're talking about the things that the body takes on and remembers and using these tools also can move those things out. Right. So you're not sure. like jujitsu can do that. It def definitely has done that for me. Honestly though, like if you, if you do something physical like that, it's likely because the body keeps a score, it's going to, it's going to, bring some of that stuff to the surface and if you don't know what it is it's going to freak you out probably and you're going to you know maybe yell at your kid or like you go yeah. to work and you're pissed off at everybody or like you try to record a, a webinar and you suck like and you don't know what happened um and so using these tools though you can move through those things like you can center yourself you can be more aware of what's happening so like like you were saying earlier like maybe it's not the best time for me to sit down and record this video for social media maybe i need to go for a hike you know sure like imagine operating like that as someone who is trying to you know show up and and, and you know create a, a business like and that's a lot of the people who listen to this show and one of the reasons why i created it was because i think almost as a directive, like we should wake up and then strive to get better that day. And it's really clear, like, yes or no, did I get better yeah. today? Um, yeah. And, and it, it can't all, it can't always look like I made more money today. It can't always look like I grew in this way. Sometimes it's going to look like I listened to my body today and I took a nap, you know, yeah. or I went for a hike and that's what I love about this type of work, man. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to, to have this conversation with you today because I, you know, you've, you've been into all of that stuff and yeah, it's just, it just works, man. I, I hope that more people can take away from that. So I, I want to let you talk for a second, but I also want to get into maybe a, a, some sort of practice that, that people can 
easily do right now, like that you could show them how to do sure. that can just allow them to come to a place of presence. Sure. Um, and it, again, it's, it's a choice. Like, do you have to hop on your computer? Do you have to not right this second? You're a grown person. <laughs> if you want to choose to go for a walk around the block or lay out in the sun or whatever it is, do it. Because at the end of your life, when you're on your deathbed, you're not going to be like, oh, remember that day that I, I got 10,000 followers? Or I got, you know, this many views on my reel? Like, you're going to think about that. You're going to think about, like, remember that day that I did, you know, I got myself present in my own body and then my son and I or my daughter and I or my wife and I had just the most amazing day afterwards because we were both present the whole day. You can remember that. So easiest thing to do is to start paying attention first and foremost. Um, and one of the, one of my go-tos for everybody, you know, if you're typing at the computer and you realize like, Oh, I've, my mouth has been open for the last hour or my mouth has been open for the last 20 minutes even. And I've been breathing in and out of my mouth and I'm like staring here and I'm, you know, distracted or I have a million tabs open. It's just to recognize that's what's been happening for the last 20 minutes. And all I want you to do is if you're at the, even if you're at the office, you know, some people might think you're weird. Um, whatever. Or some people might come up to you after and be like, what do you, what did you just do? I just watched you do. And what was that? And you're going to, you're going to be like, oh, well, I feel great because I needed a little, need a little, little break, little reset. All you're going to do is exactly, exactly. And then you guys can have a, like a weird friend community that does breath work every 30 minutes in the office um, that would uh, so all you're gonna do is you're gonna back away from your workstation if you can if not not a big deal um, sit down in your chair if you have a standing desk um, and all I want you to do is just close your eyes and just listen for a second close your mouth close your eyes Start just gently breathing in and out through your nose, okay? And if you can't, if you're stuffy or congested or whatever it is, too bad. No, I'm just kidding. Try breathing in through your nose and then exhaling through pursed lips. So just... And what you're trying to do is make the exhale the same amount of time as the inhale. And then eventually what you're going to do after a couple minutes of that, and you only have to do this for about five minutes, is trying to breathe in and breathe out the same amount of time. It doesn't have to be five seconds when you first start doing this. It could be two seconds in, two seconds out. doesn't matter. And what I want you to focus on is you're going to take that inhale down into your belly. And I... I even if, if people are looking at you, 
I want you to try and stick your belly out as far as you can as you're inhaling. I'm not moving my chest. I'm not doing, I'm not bringing tension. I'm not doing anything like that. And then you're just exhaling, same amount of time. And your belly should come in. Your, your belly button should go toward your spine, okay? And so what this is doing, it's just balanced breathing. Okay, and if you want to go resonant breathing right away, be my guest. In for five, out for five. Make them the same. Do it for five to ten minutes. And then just slowly, what will happen is you'll get the monkey chatter when you first go to do it, when you first close your eyes. But when you start counting the breath, that'll take your mind off of the monkey chatter and put it on the breath. And all you need to do is just notice, is there anything tense in my body? What are the sounds that are going on right now? Um, what are the smells that are going on around me? Just notice those little things and count the breath. And then the more you do it, the more consistently you do it. And you can do that like four or five times during the day if you want. You can do it before you go to sleep. And all it's going to do is just balance you and downregulate you. And kind of, re it'll refresh some of you a little bit more so that when you open your eyes and you get back to work, you're ready to go. And you don't need to go have a crappy cup of Keurig pod coffee <laughs> that's in the little, the little kitchen in the office. Um, and yeah, you just, just, becoming aware of how you're breathing. Are you breathing with your diaphragm? Have you been breathing for the last 10 years like this? <sighs> Which puts strain on your neck and makes you go forward and, you know, makes your palate cave in on itself. And there's all kinds of stuff that breathing properly with proper mechanics and being aware of it. You're not doing breath work while looking at the app for breath work and doing, no, just breathe. You don't need an app to breathe, just breathe. And if you need a timer, if that would help you, put the timer on your phone. Or if you wear one of these, it's called a watch. It doesn't have a screen on it. It has two hands on it. Um, if you wear one of those, just put, put your timer on that. Um, if it's hard for you to count, in that way, going in for five, if you notice yourself pausing and then exhaling, try and take the pause out of it. Try to envision a circle, a loop in front of you. So right before you get filled all the way up, then you let go. And right before you empty all the way out, then you bring it in. Or you can think of a metronome. So you breathe in for five, out for five. In for five, out for five and just just practice it it's called breath work for a reason because you're supposed to practice it and then your diaphragm will get stronger your lungs will get better you're filtering all the air and humidifying it so you're getting the best version of the air that you're breathing before it hits your lungs and, and just see just notice you might be calmer you might go home at the end of the day. If you do it right before you go home or right before you get out of the car when you pull into your driveway, you know, 
take that time for yourself. And if your spouse is like, what the hell? You just, you pulled in 10 minutes ago. Just, yeah, I needed a minute to myself. Traffic was hell. And I just wanted to calm down. And now I'm ready to help you make dinner. Or I'm ready to go play with Junior or whatever it is. Or I'm going to go take my dog for a walk. Those people that have dogs, when you go on a walk, breathe in and out through your nose. And notice how much better it is on your walk. Um, and it's just, again, it's just bringing that awareness to yourself, to your system. Because at the end of the day, when you're good, the people that are part of your family or your inner circle or your community get the a better version of you. Yeah. And, and you can't take care of your family until you take care of yourself. So yeah, why not take five to ten minutes out of your day to reset yourself so that you don't snap at your kids or the dog or whatever it is? Yeah. yeah. You know, for, for a long time I was, I was um, obsessed with creative process and in some ways I still am but I you know when we had um, when I we were shooting weddings together Jen and I for a long time I would be really intentional about <clears throat> the way I showed up on on those days because in my mind what I was thinking was like I'm, I'm getting paid to be creative here they're paying not for photos but for my mind to, to be there that day and so I should be intentional then about what I put into my brain because I want to be intentional about what comes out. And so I would, I would be really intentional about that, that process and in not just in a, in a creative profession, but in any work, all the things are, are being sent at us and, and it, and it's a lot, everything's trying to reach out to us constantly. And, and it's, it's very easy to not be intentional, right? But like just taking this one moment to breathe, like we should normalize that as a as a society, but also as as people who are trying to create good work in in mm -hmm. the world, you know, and, and mm -hmm. be people who are bringing about new things and change and and helping people. Um, like even if you're you know a marketer or like a, 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 a any a, a online entrepreneur or a coach or like whatever it doesn't matter. Like it's 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 your it's part of your work to make sure that your mind is right. Right. Yeah. And we don't yeah. think about that very much, but it, it, no. like just doing this thing, think about how it's, it's training your body, right? Like the, in this is this full circle and this convo is like, Oh, I, I, this thing that's automatic at all times throughout the day that we never think about is happening. Like, Hey, thank you so much for doing that. But I'm going to take the wheel for a second and, mm -hmm. and, and tell my brain that this is important. And like over time, your brain's going to be like, Whoa! This must be important. Maybe we should, maybe we should think about this, and then it'll, and then that's now this is who you are, right? Mm -hmm. As opposed to just something you're doing, and that's sure. what I think is so beautiful about this work, man. And it's so important. And by the way, you know, you mentioned that you had a gift for it, just right there at the beginning where you started in on like, like, like here's what you need to do. It's like I can, I can sense that, man. So anyway, that's really well, cool. Well, thank you. You guys I should work with that. Alex. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, awesome, it's, man. Uh, it's uh, like I was saying earlier, you know, it's a choice and you're allowed to make that choice. You're allowed to do, you're allowed to do whatever you want, you know, 
yes, there are rules, there are regulations, there are, but at the end of the day, you're you, you take care of you. Like, why not make the choice to spend five minutes doing that rather than five minutes, you know, I'll take the example because it's the example of the day is spend five minutes scrolling, you know, or even if you, if you can't not scroll, scroll and breathe properly while you're doing it. Like, I yeah. mean, that's, that's a step in the direction. That's a choice that you made to set that intention. Like, you know what? I don't want to stop scrolling because I'm finding some really cool things, but while I'm doing it, I'm going to focus on just that thing while I'm breathing properly. And then, as Chris was saying, your your brain eventually goes, well, why don't we just breathe today? You know, instead of doing the yeah. scrolling, like, put the thing down and let's just go breathe. Or let's just go for a walk around the block. Because, you know, when you're out in nature and the polyphenols that trees give off, when you inhale those, they chemically release serotonin and and all the good stuff to make you feel better. Mm. So yeah, why not I do like that? that? Yeah. Yeah. I need that. I need more of that. Yeah. Man. Dude, Alex, this was awesome. Um, thank you for, for walking through that example too, man. <clears throat> so I want to make sure that everyone gets a chance to uh, work with you <laughs> who hears this because and I and guys I, I'm just going to go ahead and like straight pitch why why you should do this <laughs> um, because there's nothing quite like like it, it's almost like you know how and I think we've talked about this like when you go to uh, get your haircut I used to have hair and it was awesome when I would go get a haircut because I could go into that place and I could let this person oh like just just do its thing and it feels good and it's fun and like you're just there and you don't have to do anything else that's the beauty also of a of a breathwork session now obviously you're more involved right you're doing things but if somebody's leading you your job is to listen and do what they say and write and let them lead you through that and there's something incredible that happens in that moment as you've alluded to you know all the experiences and stuff and i think everybody should experience the power of what they already have inside them just sure. by using this thing that we forget we're even doing. So how can people sign up to, to work with you? What's it look like? Yeah. So I'm just at alexholguin.com. Um, if you're into Instagram, uh, it's Alex breathwork, uh, is my handle. Uh, you can reach me on either of those. Um, I do, I'm, I'm going to pivot a little, in the next couple of months um, because I do have a swimming pool that is now basically an ice bath. Um, yes. I am going to start doing sessions once a week um, where we do three to four minutes of plunging <laughs> here at the house and then um, which will involve a little bit of breath work and then we will warm up on our own with a little bit of movement afterwards and then we will head inside and I will put you through a journey. Um, I would cool. love, 
I'm probably going to charge somewhere in the $75 range for that. Um, nice. Which is, Crazy. which is a steal. That's a great deal. Yeah. Uh, and then I am also going to start doing, I will still do one-on-ones if you want a one-on-one. However, um, I really want to start doing semi-privates with four people. Mm. And that can be you with your family. Um, that could be a group of friends. That could be siblings. That could be whatever. Or it could be four strangers. Um, but I am also going to start doing those on Sundays. Um, the plunging and breath work will probably be on Thursdays. And then Sundays, I will have several times mapped out throughout the day. Um, I will prob Sundays will probably be three to four sessions in total, um, which could also be virtual. So if a group of four people want to do a virtual one, those are those are there as well. Um, it's nice. an hour and fifteen minutes of your time. And uh, you really, you won't regret it, I promise. Uh, <laughs> so uh, just, yeah, be on the Man. lookout on my site. I'll, I'll probably put that stuff up cool. either tonight or tomorrow at some point. And uh, awesome. yeah, just, just want to create a, a community of uh, plungers and breathers and, you know, get this, yeah. this medicine out to everybody. Yes. Yes. That's a really good way to put it, man. You know, I, 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 I was struck with the sudden urge to ask you another question. Sure. Why is this important to you? Ooh, that's a fantastic question. I think it's important to me because it, I can see and I have seen how helpful it is and how even me I still practice it and I hope I always practice it I, ho I hope I never get to the I know it all um, which I don't <laughs> I don't think I ever will but I think that returning to our technology that's within us um, I'm all about healers and sound healers and crystal healing and Reiki and massage and therapy and it's fantastic. I think everybody should dabble in all of it and should try, you know, deep tissue massage and sound bowls and all this stuff. Try it. Go through it. Experience it. But at the end of the day and, you know, this isn't this is no different with breath work than massage therapy or anything like that. At the end of the day, we all have it within us. We have all the healing power, all the decision making, all of the, you know, we can turn our thoughts around. We can choose to go left instead of right or right instead of left or up instead of down. You know, it's, it's all within us. And I think through breath work, at least in my experience and I think some of the people that I've helped out um, it just it brings that awareness yeah it brings you back to being present with all of it and it's again it's just a choice and you can make whatever choice you want but you know at the end of the day too it's it's your life 
So you can yeah. choose to go on the enjoyable walk and do the computer thing later, <laughs> or, yeah. you know, you can choose to do it now, and then the minute you're done, you can go and, you know, play with the kid. Yeah. Throw the ball around with the dog. You know, yeah. have a glass of wine with your wife. Watch a sunset, you know. Yeah. And, and actually be there. Be there. That's the thing, you know. That's why, as a, as a breath worker, and I know other breath workers feel this way, but, like, when we have the client count the breath, it's so that we can get you out of your own damn way. And you'll be present with yourself. That's so good, man. I, I can't think of a better way to, to, to wrap up, man. That, that was awesome. I I'm glad that I, that I asked that sometimes those things come up and you're like, well, like, you know, we've been going a while and like, I, I, I should ask that earlier, but like it just popped into my head and I was like, you know what? We're going to go for it. So that was awesome, dude. Well, you guys go to Alex site. I'll put it all in the show notes here. Um, and, I, I I cannot stress enough that I, you know, like Alex said, do whatever you want with your life. But this podcast <laughs> is about getting better, right? So, like, this yep. is one of the ways that you can get better. And it's free. Yeah, and yeah. you can just yeah. do it. And mm -hmm. also, it is free. Like, you can just learn to do it on your own. But I highly recommend that you work with somebody like Alex to have, you, to have them show you, like, what it's like. But also, it's just a really fun way to, to meet other people who are into stuff like this, right? Get into this yeah. community. Get wrapped up. It's fun. So, yeah. all right, Alex. Thank you so much. Anything else before we go, man? That's it. Thank you cool. for having me. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. And uh, appreciate all right, man, we'll talk to well. you soon. All right.